Two brothers when united form the Star Wars Majors with the power to review Star Wars movies and basically say anything that comes to their mind. Fighting the powers of the dark side with their mouths. Here's your hosts, Jake and Eli Hollingsworth. Hello everyone, I'm Eli Hollingsworth and I'm joined by my brother and co-host. Hello everyone, this is Lucasfilm Pictures. This is now this podcast is now owned by Lucasfilm Pictures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which means it's owned by Disney now. So. It's Lucasfilm Limited. Oh what do you have to say to that, Mr. Quote unquote Lucasfilm Executive? Um, I'm just a janitor. I, I wasn't, I was lying. Nah. I'm just a janitor who works at Lucasfilm Studios. Just kidding. Hello, everyone. It's me, the Jake. And yes, we are back on a Wednesday, and we are discussing one of the best movies of all, one of my favorite movies of all time, but we'll save that for later. And also, we don't really have any news to cover today, sadly. No, wait, wait, let's think about that, because, um, last time we said that there was no news when Oscar Isaac was cast as Moon Knight. Oh yeah, so. Poe Dameron was cast as Moon Knight from Star Wars. Which we get there when we get there, by the way. Ha ha! Uh-huh. And it wasn't shoehorned in this time. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, no, I, no, really, dude. There isn't, there isn't anything. Uh-oh. Other than the fact that Spider-Man 3 has officially started shooting, then no, there's really nothing. There's really nothing that big. All right. So we can move on. So, so I hope everyone's been doing good, and we're and I'm and we're happy to be in your virtual presence again. And also, we should now should we should probably get going with our main topic. Yes, on. our main topic is Star Wars Rebels, the TV show. <laughs> that was the theme music, by the way, and I failed awesomely at it at recreating the music. Awesomely. Awesomely. That's a new word, you guys. So, Star Wars Rebels. This is probably the best Star Wars animated show. Well, actually, no. Star Wars has only had one live-action show, and that's Mandalorian. The best Star Wars show is Mandalorian, obviously. Mm, I don't know. I think I might like this better. What? Yeah. Whoa. What? Now, that's a statement. I don't know. I think um, Mandalorian's better than this but this is a close set this is definitely a good this is definitely a number two if i had to rank them at the bottom like rank any one of them at the bottom it would definitely be without question star wars resistance even though you haven't even watched that show i watched one episode and i did not get into it because i did not like it and i just didn't even i just didn't care i mean you should at least watch watch the whole thing so you can give your like full thoughts on it i watched all of um, what's it called? Milo Murphy's Law. That was not a good show. <laughs> I watched it all so I can give my thoughts on it. Oh, yeah. But we'll get there when we get there about Milo Murphy's Law. And, okay, but back to Star Wars Rebels. So why, why, okay, so let me ask you. So why do you think that Star Wars Rebels, so why do you think that Star Wars Rebels is better than, uh, Mandalorian? Um, dude, like, I don't know. I mean, it's just, I just don't really like the format of Mandalorian where he's just, he has a loose, vague goal, 
and then every episode he kind of just gets swept up in this other adventure. Like, I just don't like that. I like it when a TV show has this, like, each season, they have this specific plot that they're following, and it overarchs through all the episodes, and then throughout all the seasons is another big overarching story. That's what it is with Star Wars Rebels. Now, I'm fine with some episodes being off story, because every TV show has that. Every TV show has this big... Every every story-driven TV Yeah, show. every story-driven TV show this has big this big, lingering plot line. Lingering and then we have a, then we have a few subplots. Yeah, there's just a couple There's just a couple episodes that are just kind of off doing their own thing. And I'm okay with those. So the, a lot of the, uh, those episodes I like. But with Mandalorian, it's like the whole show is just off-story episodes. We have this vague idea of getting Baby Yoda back to... His species, but if you haven't heard, the next episode is the description is he finds a smuggler and he helps them him with this job. That has nothing to do with getting Baby Yoda back to his kind. So, but people like that. I think um, first episode was on story because he's trying to find Mandalorian. Yeah, well, the first episode is always on story. Like the first episode of season one was on story too. The first episode of season two is is on story also. Yeah. Yeah. And the next episode. Uh, it, it seems like it might be going off story. Yeah, which I'm like, like I just want to follow the story. I don't want to be going off on all these pointless adventures. All right, go back to what you were saying. So about that's Rebels. why that's why I just don't like Mandalorian as much, and that's that's why I like Star Wars Rebels so much. It's because it has this overarching yeah all story these, all line. all three all four seasons have an over have a big story that they follow with a with every every now and then there's a few subplot episodes and some of them. And yeah. some of those aren't really the best. Yeah, so, um, now don't get me wrong, I still really like Mandalorian. I'm still gonna watch every episode because it's interesting to me. The points when they actually focus on the stuff that's interesting, like Baby Yoda's species, will we finally learn what Yoda's species is? Will they actually focus on that instead of saying, let's find Baby Yoda's kind? Nope, we're gonna go off on this adventure, and then let's, no, let's get back. No, 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 we gotta go on this other adventure, and this other one. That's what they did with season one. Well, the season one didn't really have a point. It was just <laughs> introducing the show. Just the yeah. Mandalorian off in the galaxy doing these random things. Now we actually have a set goal to get Baby Yoda back to his kind. So hopefully it'll be a little bit more story-driven, please. But, um, I, yeah, again, I still really like the Mandalorian. But Star Wars Rebels, I think it's better because, again, as I've said, story-driven. And it has a story, overarching story. I've already said that. Blah, blah, blah. I feel like I'm getting pretty redundant here. Um... And I just like just kind of the group dynamic and just like Between, all the yeah, all the, the, group all the mythology that it explores with Star Wars. So it kind of establishes the roots. It kind of establishes like where the rebellion came from, yeah. whether or not you were asking that or not. <laughs> yeah, whether you yeah, because a you, lot of these things nobody was asking these questions. Nobody asked how did Han Solo get his beginnings. Nobody asked that question. That's a dumb question, and we don't need an answer to that. What's question. the and people and no one was asking. Was the Millennium Falcon always a piece of junk? <laughs> yeah, nobody asked. That and much. even then, there's a that's a plot hole in of itself. Like we see the man, the Millennium Falcon all fancy, in Solo, but yet in Revenge of the Sith, you look closely. Millennium Falcon looks just like it does in the in the original trilogy. So yeah. that's just a plot hole that they haven't explained. Yeah, and yet Solo is my fifth favorite Star Wars film. Because yeah, I know. Because I really did enjoy Solo, but nobody was asking those questions. And they yeah, gave those are some cringy. Some pretty yeah. cringe, cringe-worthy. <laughs> some they pretty give cringe-worthy cringe worthy answers. Cringe-worthy answers to those questions. So questions nobody uh, was asking. I just like the movie in and of itself. And um, with okay. Rebels, these are actually these are actually some legitimate answers. 
and um, like it's just something that we kind of need to know. Like it's it's really good to have this information. It's yeah, because like when we see the rebellion, they're already like this well-established, really big group. But then when we go back, when we go watch, if you go watch Rebels, you'll see it wasn't always that way. Yeah. At first, there's just this small band, and then they get bigger throughout time. Yeah. And then, like, yeah, like you said, the character. I think the characters are really good in this show. Mm-hmm. The, I think the one thing that's different from the Mandalorian is that they, the two, two of our main our main characters are Jedi. Oh yeah. Well, um, that, yeah. Yeah. It's like it's yeah. I just really like Rebels. It's just a nice. Yeah, Rebels is a really you know, good kids, show. It's a kids show, so obviously, so yeah. It's, everyone f- can watch it. So yeah, there's a few cringy. There's a few cringy parts in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, few. there are. But yeah, I accept. Still, I accept that. Still, I really, yeah, I will admit, and it. it's but not as cringeworthy as Star Wars Resistance. Oh yeah. Okay, let's compare Star the Wars animation. Resistance. Is okay, just, let's compare Rebels animation style to Star Wars Resistance. Star, I, I think Star Wars Resistance was literally just a Disney Junior show labeled as Star Wars. Like, yeah, that's literally what it was. Yeah, it sort of it had feels the same. Like it had Disney Junior and animation it's so style. Cartoony. It's so bad it's so it's like this is resistance by the way it's way too cartoony it looks like they're trying to copy spider-verse like legit it looks like they tried to copy spider-verse and failed and like it's the animation is awful and it's way too cartoony and i just saw and i saw that animation i'm just like mm. like even when i watched the first episode and i saw that animation style it's just, it's just immediately just like i don't like it i, I just thought to myself this is bad and yeah, that's why I haven't watched any of the episodes because I didn't like the pilot episode. Mm-hmm. So that's um, my experience with Resistance. Uh, but Rebels, I've watched every episode more than once. Well, yeah, sort of. Um. Um. Now I see now because I had to focus on my um. I forgot what I was actually gonna say. Uh. I forgot what I was gonna say. Um. Oh my goodness. If I say um one more time. I almost said it again, but I'm not. I'm not gonna say anymore. Okay, what was I gonna say? Okay, wait, 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 wait. I'm gonna focus on what I was saying. No. Star Wars Resistance is a Disney Junior show labeled as Star Wars. That's what I was saying. Yes. Uh, it's just like it's just, the ex- it's just the exact same thing. These characters are often about racing in races and playing Star Wars video games. Blah blah blah. It's just not a good. It wasn't there a specific character in Resistance that annoyed you. Every character in Resistance annoyed me. Yeah, me too. Well, the only, the well, except only... for the ones who were actually good, like Poe or BB-8 or... Poe was... No, no, no. There was Poe was voiced by Oscar Isaac, by the way, in yeah, that no. show. Who, no, no, no. There was one... Like, it was the main character's little droid, I think, maybe. No, the main character's little droid was BB-8, who was just like... Oh, yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. It was... I don't know. Maybe okay, we should get back to Rebels. I didn't even watch very much of the show. I watched... I watched, like... A few episodes, but I. Anyway, off of Star Wars Resistance. This is supposed to be Star Wars Rebels, not Resistance. We've made very little progress on Rebels. We've made more progress on Resistance than we have on Rebels. Yeah, Resistance is so bad. Rebels is again. (laughs) I feel like we don't. It's like like Resistance is bad. Here is all the reasons why. Rebels is good. Thanks for listening. Bye. Um, <laughs> okay, we need to get into more, more into Rebels. Okay, obviously, I think yeah, I think the characters are really developed as the show goes on. Yeah. yeah. Each each character gets their own episode, whether you, whether you like them or not, <laughs> whether <laughs> whether you like those episodes or not. Um, they each get an episode to themselves, even if I don't like some of those episodes. It was still nice to see their characters develop. Yeah, especially the main character Ezra. Ezra, Ezra is awesome. I love Ezra. 
and then it leaves you untouched. Wait, 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 The best character. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! If you're gonna talk about the ending, spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen the ending of Star Wars Rebels. Spoiler warning! If you're expecting, if you're expecting a spoiler-free review, now this is spoiled. Every review on this podcast is going to have spoilers, unless we tell you. This is a spoiler-free segment, and this is a spoiler segment. All right, we so if we don't say anything, like, this is spoiler-free, this is spoiler, then it's spoiler segment, okay? Everyone, keep that in mind. All right, go. Okay, let's go. <laughs> yeah, moving on. Uh, oh, man, I keep losing my train of thought. What is happening Well, first here? of all, I think the best I feel like this whole podcast has just been you saying so and me saying um the whole okay, time. Okay, you were saying something about um the ending, about the ending of the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ending is, like, super interesting. Um... Yeah, because we're like, because like, is because we're just like, is Ezra because like Palpatine somehow using his magic, using his his ways of whatever, um, found a way to bring Ezra's bring him, make a portal to Ezra and to Ezra's parents, and then he's just like, you can go through, and Ezra's just, and you're just kind of left wondering, is Ezra ever is Ezra gonna go see his parents? He chooses not to, and then he dies. <laughs> just kidding. He doesn't well, die. Well, we know that Thrawn doesn't die because Thrawn was introduced to be taking control of the Empire after Episode Six. He kind of like took over and held the reins of what was left of the Empire. So we know that Thrawn survives. We don't know about Ezra. So Ezra totally survived. Well, yeah, obviously because he survived, um, this I, takes uh, season four takes place one year before A New Hope. So then there's one, that one year before A New Hope. So I think he was I think he was like seventeen or eighteen in. Season four of Rebels. Yeah, I think. I think so. So then there was one year um, in between season four and the New Hope. Um, so he's eighteen, and then three years in between episode four and five, and then he and then he was twenty-one, and then one <laughs> year in between Return of the Jedi. Twenty-two. In between, in between episode five and Return of the Jedi, so twenty-two, and then who? And then whenever, if we find him a Mandalorian, then he would be twenty-seven. Twenty-eight. Oh, twenty-seven. Yeah, but that is if we see him. Yeah, in Mandalorian. Mandalorian. So, okay, so yeah, Ezra is just a great character overall. But I think the best character in this show is Kanan, and he dies. Really? You think the best character is Kanan? Yes! He's like the Obi-Wan, he's like the Obi-Wan Kenobi of this show, who is just amazing. Hmm. Yeah, that's, that's, that's my personal opinion. I mean, like, if this, if this, if Kanan wasn't here, I think um, Ezra would still be able to hold it. Sort of. He would be able to hold it in. Hold, dude, no, no. He'd be able to. I think he, Ezra, be able to hold this, but I don't know how well he'd be able to hold it without Kanan, because Kanan is just like the best. Or like you mean like carry it? You mean like carry it? Yeah. Hold it. And also, okay. Now there's. I have a few issues with this show. Like first off, they treat Darth Vader like he's the yeah. worst Sith in the world. No, that's not. not what, no, no, not like no, not like that. They treat. They don't get like they don't make Darth Vader too much of a threat to the rebels. The thing is, they make. Grand Admiral Thrawn, a bigger threat than Darth Vader. And Jake and I get mad at that because they just make up the lamest excuses to have Thrawn win. Like, there were times when you... I think I've said this before. Um, but there are times when you can clearly see that the Rebels could have won if they just made this one choice. But no, it's a dumb excuse to have Thrawn win to show how quote-unquote smart he is. Which he's incredibly smart, but they can come up with better reasons to make him smart than these dumb excuses. Of like it was, it, it could. I think it was like stuff like the rebels. Um, Thrawn is is like I have a number between one and ten, and the rebels chose one. And no, nope, the the one the number was one and a half. Like it's stuff like that. Which just like are you kidding. Not that specifically, but you get the idea. Yeah, like it's just stuff like that, and it's just like. You're making, because Thrawn was the main villain for two seasons, seasons three and four. 
and Darth Vader was the main villain for season two. Like Darth Vader is this all-powerful person, and he's like supposed to be this super powerful guy, and then it's just. Like, I think the reason he was only in one season was just because they, because like they're trying to find answers of how to defeat the Sith, and then I think they needed Darth Vader for that, so then they just put him in. So they just put him in there. Mm. And I, I, I mean, I guess that's the reason. I mean, obviously we don't know, but it seems it seems likely. Yeah. So I mean, that's just our issue. And also, Rebels introduced um, a bunch of Mandalorian, a bunch of Mandalorians that could show up in Mandalorian season two. Yeah. Which are, they introduced one of the one of the main characters is a Mandalorian, Sabine Wren. She who is rumored to be in Mandalorian season two, making her live action transition. Which all the Rebels characters are rumored to make live action transitions. Ooh, and, Sabine Wren, Kylo Ren. I'm just kidding, <laughs> dude. <laughs> dude. I'm, sure, I'm sure there's people out there who think that. Oh, Sabine no. Wren's related to Kylo Ren. No, Kylo Ren's not his actual name. He just stole. He just Kylo Solo. Kylo Solo. That sounds that weird. That sounds cool. Kylo Solo. I don't know. I think I, I think like Kylo that. Skywalker sounds better. That sounds bad. I like Kylo Solo. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> All right, Kylo Solo. We're going Kylo Solo. I don't know. That feels very Kylo Solo. That's like <laughs> Luke, Luke P- Patook. That's dumb. All right. Um. So And then, yeah, like, and also they introduced some, one of the, one of, this person was actually introducing Clone Wars, but Bo-Katan from Clone Wars makes her way into this show. She's rumored to be in Mandalorian Season 2. It's even rumored she shot scenes in February, back in this February. Really? Yeah, it's, it's, that's what it's rumored, by the way, that she shot scenes for the show. But who knows if they're actually going to use it. No, 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 no. And then, like, um, and then, of course, um, I don't know if people have been talking about this guy, but Fen Rao from Season 3, who was one of the Mandalorians that they work with, he, I wonder if he could, there's been no rumors about him, but I wonder if he can make his way back. Well, that depends on if any of these Mandalorians are still alive. I bet you. I bet you they are. We know Sabine survived. We don't know about anybody else. About anybody else. Yeah. Yes, but yeah, like Sabine, like Sabine, we don't know about her. We don't know if her family survived, but I mean, if, I mean, I guess Bo-Katan. I think we know that Bo-Katan survived Rebels, but we don't know anything past that. And also, they brought some of the characters from Clone Wars into Rebels. They, obviously, they brought Ahsoka into Rebels, which Eli was not too happy about, I know. Mm-hmm. And they brought Rex, and they, they brought Captain Rex, Gregor, and Commander Wolf from from Clone Wars back in Rebels. And then most, and then only, surprisingly, only three of them, only one of those three died, and that was Gregor. And also, they confirmed a fan theory that that Captain Rex was in. Um, that people were theorizing that that this general with a white beard looked exactly like Captain Rex in Return of the Jedi. People were theorizing that was actually him, and then the Rebel season finale, they confirmed that that was him. Mm-hmm. Basically, just confirmed that fan theory. Yeah. So, that's cool. so yeah, I don't have anything else to say about Rebels. Yeah, neither, neither do I. So, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed. No, no, peace out, Banthas. Peace out, Banthas. We're not done. We're not done. We're nowhere near done. We're not nearly done. Um, We still have to talk about the best movie that we're going to talk about in season three. Yeah, exactly. But but and also yes, that's all we have to say. Rebels, great show. I really enjoy it. But now, before we get on to to one of my favorite, before we get on to the best Star Wars movie, you guys don't know what time it is, right? Yep. Sponsorship. Alright, we're back from our sponsorship and we're gonna talk about a new hope, aka 
Um, the I, best Star Wars hope. movie of all time. That's right, all you peepers. Uh, <laughs> peepers. That's right, all you peeps of boys and peeps of girls. Peepers. We brought it back. That's right. And, um, yes, that's right. And to anyone who likes Empire, Empire Strikes Back better, think again. I'm just kidding. If you like Empire better, that's go ahead. That's fine. We won't we won't hunt you down. But anyway, yes, we are on to a new hope. And now, Eli, time to show you. Why don't do you have a behind the scenes nuggets? Yes, I do. Let's I have a behind the scenes finger. In fact, no, you don't. Let's talk about it, shan't we? <laughs> yeah, I will. All right. So our behind the scenes nugget today is that when George Lucas was writing the script. He actually died. No, he didn't. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> hmm, I don't know. I don't know if this is a good one. I, f I feel like, I don't know. I might say two. Um, our behind the scenes facts is that because Nuggets. this is, yes, whatever. Same thing, Jiggy boy. Uh, oh, you keep making me forget what I'm going to say. Heart. What did I just say? Uh, this is not George Lucas's first film to make. He actually made a, another film called American Graffiti, which was pretty successful. And you know, it kind of put, it kind of made everyone be like, "Oh, this this guy's pretty good." And in that movie, he worked with Harrison Ford, and Harrison Ford played a character. And for this, and for A New Hope, when he came out to do A New Hope, he didn't want to use Harrison Ford again. So Harrison Ford was not allowed to audition for any character he was just there to read lines to the other actors to see who would be good and he was so good at reading the lines to the other characters that he eventually was just like you know you can just have it and that's how he got the part of han solo so you can tell your grandparents and your children and your children so you're children. saying that um he got the role because he wouldn't read it off to the people he would just give it to him uh, i don't i don't know what that means but uh what I, no what i'm saying is is he he was so good at reading them off. Like, he was, like, just so good as a oh. character, like, reading them off. So, yeah. I wonder if Steve Martin almost played Han Solo. Uh, like, how, <laughs> you know, like, how Steve Martin almost played Indiana Jones. Yeah. That would be bad. Um, but I, also, I do have another one, if that one was not enough for you, because I don't think it was enough for me, because I already knew it for so long. But, um... There was actually an original cut of this movie, and George... It was originally supposed to come out in December of 1976 and there was an original cut of this movie that was kind of rushed together so they could make it to their December release date and George Lucas saw the cut of the film and he despised it he thought it was just just a, just the worst and so they pushed the release date of December 1976 or maybe it was fall I don't remember they pushed it from that back to summer of 1977 so then George Lucas could make the version of the movie that he wanted to make and he didn't do he didn't do it through any Fox. Like he just he distributed it through Fox. He was fine with like marketing it through Fox. But he wanted to make this completely by himself because he didn't want any studio meddling. And we all know what happens when the studio, studio meddles. meddles. Cough cough. Amazing Spider Man two. Cough cough. Well, Spider and Spider Man. I mean, and Spider Man three. Yeah. But um, whenever so studio yeah. meddles, um, you know it's never going to be good. I saw some of the original cut, and there was this really bad scene of Luke of Luke and C-3PO driving in their Lance speeder 
because it was just on a green screen and it looked so bad. Oh, really? Yeah, it was it was not very good. So, there's two behind the scenes nuggets for you. Harrison Ford was not allowed to audition, but because he was so good, he got the part of Han Solo. And that George Lucas had an original cut of this movie, but he didn't like it, so they had to push the release date back to 1977 so he could make the first movie that he wanted. Whoa, that's a mouthful. All right. Now, Let's time for the, the movie. movie. Of the week. Now this movie is the best. I love this movie. This movie is the best. This is the best of the Star Wars movies. This movie stinks. Yeah. This, this is as bad as the original cut. I'm just kidding. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh the original cut was bad. Um, I agree with George Lucas with the original cut. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this movie is my favorite Star Wars movie. Yeah, mine too. This is one of my, this is one of my favorite just, movies it's ever. Too good, dude. It's yeah, it's just so great. Amazing. Once the full group gets together, it's just the movie's unstoppable. Mm-hmm. That's totally true. There's nothing you can fault it on when that group gets together and just that group dynamic and that escape from the Death Star is just, just 10 out of 10, man. Can't believe it. Man, we jumped all the way to the Death Star scene. We didn't even start the first scene. We don't need to start the first scene. Well, yeah, you're right. It's too good, dude. I can't even talk about this movie. It's just, it's just amazing. I, I, just, I know man. it's just so good. Cause I'm like, cause like you have Han Solo, and that's the only reason it's good. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. All you people. Can't all believe you, that. All you people. That is a false statement. It was a joke. I'm just kidding. You're a joke for saying that. Well, so are you. So are you. Anyway, um, obviously, obviously, <laughs> A New Hope is the best Star Wars movie. Although Luke Skywalker is a, is a really good character, but I just, as I've stated, I like Han Solo better. Yeah, I like Luke Skywalker better. Yeah, I can, I can see why you'd think that. Owen, well, I was gonna go pick up some power converters. Anyway, I was going to Tachi Station to pick up some power. Yeah, he goes from he goes from whining about his power converters <laughs> to this um, Jedi hero who then goes to a mumbling bum on a planet in Last Jedi. Yeah, which I'm not even considering that canon. That's not Luke Skywalker. Hashtag, but not my Luke Skywalker. We'll get there like, when we get there, by the way. Like, I was going to Tachi Station to pick up some cower... Some cower converters? Some power I can't even converters. say the line, dude. And then, and then the blue milk scene that everyone was like, Oh my goodness, blue milk is just amazing! And I'm like, it's, it's fine. Get over yourselves. <laughs> In the world, it's the most amazing thing I've ever seen. It's a deleted scene, people. It was like, blue milk. Oh my goodness, so amazing. Well, it actually was in the movie. They were drinking it at um, what was it, breakfast or lunch, whatever they breakfast. were. Breakfast. He's like, I'm never gonna get off this planet. Um, that that was blue milk. And I was like, ah, so great. Oh no, it was actually dinner. Dinner, I think. I don't know. And of what course, it Luke was. Skywalker is looking into the horizon. Yeah, he's just like, he's just looking at the sunset, and we get this just um, just dramatic music. Which, speaking of the score. By John Williams. It's, it's just, the best. It's it's just amazing. Not as good as Alan Menken's on Aladdin, oh, but it's oh. still really good. Aladdin, Aladdin, Aladdin. Anyway, um, and anyway, back to A New Hope. Uh, and of course, Luke Skywalker. Yes, is the best movie. Mark Hamill does a fantastic job. Harrison Ford does an amazing job on Han Solo. Uh, as yeah, Han Solo. of course you think that. Because <laughs> I love Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford's the best. Yeah, well, and the, Harrison Ford's great. Everything's the best in your opinion. What? Uh, dark, uh, dark World isn't the best. I mean, I was talking about right. Whoa, how do we get to Dark World? Whoa. I'm talking about right now. Like, right now, you're like, John, oh, that score is the best. Oh, Han Solo is the best. Oh, Mark Hamill is just the best. I'm like, there can't be all these bests. There can only be one best. I was just about to say, I was just about to say something that had nothing to do with the word best. 
What? Um, I thought that Leia was good. I thought Leia was pretty good. She's a little sassy, but still, she's that's what she's really good. Up. But still, it's, it's she's still... like the first girl power movement, dude. Can't get mad at her, dude. I, I certainly can because I think girl power is annoying. But I don't think Princess Leia is annoying. I think Princess Leia is really good. Yeah, Princess Leia is really good. And also, it's sad that Carrie, that she is no longer with us. If you know what I mean, it's sad. But we but we still have her memory in all the movies oh, oh, that she was in. Oh, 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 speaking of this, actually, this has nothing to do with Carrie Fisher's dying. Carrie Fisher's dying. Carrie Fisher's death. But uh, we should not ignore this for any longer. They're still counting the votes for the election. We don't know who won the election yet. Yes, the election is still going on. We record this podcast the day after the election. This is November 4th. Twenty. This is November 4th. Yeah, this is November 4th, 2020. And there is an election going on right now. Who will win, Trump or Biden? I don't want to go into politics on this podcast, but we can't ignore it. We can't just skip over, hey, let's talk about Star Wars. Um, there's nothing big going on right now. And yeah, there's an election going on right now. So um, we just want to address that real quick because um, I can, like, we can't, again, we can't ignore it. So election going on right now. We are Trump, t- Trump 2020. Trump. Um, All right, but, okay, but back to the movie. Back yeah, to the movie, so of course. Is, and wait, the- so wait, let me, like, close that little thing out. Um, yeah, Trump is, Trump is, Trump is electing. There is an election, so just yes. wanted to let you guys know we are aware of the election, but we haven't voted because we're not old enough to vote. So, there you go, Trump. All right, All right back to back to our movie. Um, so and of and of course, um, we have R T two and C three P O. Who I like R T two better than C three P O, but C three P O is still equally well. No, it's still equally as good as R T two, but R T two is still better because he's R T two. And then um, and then we have one of the best um, Star Wars characters, Chewbacca. I love Chewbacca. <laughs> I'm starting to regret not putting him in my top fives. Five. Although, although he is probably in a number six, maybe. I don't understand why everyone thinks he's just the most amazing person ever. <gasps> what? Like, he doesn't do very much. All he does is just stand there and look cute. What? That's all he does. Okay, that's mean. All he does is just stand there and look cute. Did you not hear me? No, it's just mean that you think that. It's. Not, I don't think he's bad. I'm just saying, I, don't, I just don't understand why everyone's like, oh my god. Chewbacca is like the best. It's like blue milk. I'm like, get over yourselves, please. Chewbacca, Chewbacca's there. He's good. But what does he do that's like super important to the story? Co-pilot the Millennium Falcon. That's it. (laughs) Well, um, he's Han Solo's best bud. And he saves, he's the one who saves C-3PO. Oh yeah, he picks him up out of the, what's the little, what's the moving thing called? Uh, I don't, I have no idea. No, 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 no. It's a, no. I almost have it's conveyor belt conveyor, conveyor belt. belt yeah, yeah. He, he just picks them off up off up off the conveyor belt well two is just a great character you are just blind to okay that. well what do we know about him he's on kashyyyk he, and he goes he was he's friends with yoda haha <laughs> so so that defines him as good so that's fine that's one of his good that's one of his traits that make him a really great character I'm just saying he doesn't do very much. He just stands there and looks and looks cute, and everyone's like, "Oh, Chewbacca." And I'm just like, "What? Else, what does he do though?" I don't think he's. I, I'm, just, I'm harping on Chewbacca. I still think he's really good. I'm just like, it's. He's just not as good. He's not just this this most amazing character of all time. Yeah, of course he's never. He's not as good as Han Solo, but he is really good. I'm just saying he doesn't do much. He's because he, that's like his purpose is to just stand there and look cute. So he definitely succeeds at that. So. And also, this movie's also really good because it's just a classic, traditional, good versus evil in the world of sci-fi. Yeah, because George Lucas made this movie because at this time, 
it's realized the movies that are coming out this time are always about anti-heroes. They're like, you know, the outlaw, the gunslinger. They're always about killing and shooting and blah, blah, blah. And George Lucas wanted to make a movie for kids, like a modern fairy tale. He's just like, you know, let's do this. And he did it, and it's amazing. And it still holds up very well today. Oh, yes, definitely. And also we have Darth Vader. Bum, bum, bum. He was like one of the best villains of all time. Yeah, he's just so cool. He's just a villain who wants to be. Who, he doesn't. He's not bad. No, I was just about to say he's bad because he wants to be the. He wants to be bad. That's not. That's actually not true. <laughs> yeah. He's he's just an evil Sith Lord who got who is twisted to the dark side. And it's just a great. To it's just an awesome Sith. He's the best Sith out there because he's Darth Vader. You know, there's one character that we haven't talked about yet. Who? Are you ready? Dun, 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 yeah, it is me. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, Obi Wan. How did you guess that from that? <laughs> I, I have no idea. But like, yeah, how have we not talked about Obi Wan? What's wrong with us? Um, but yeah, Obi Wan is also really good in this. It is also, I love Obi Wan. Obi Wan's so good. I love Obi Wan. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then um, but yeah, we get to see him like he's just an old hermit who's living on Tatooine. He, he's he's an old hermit living with old Kermit and. No, he's, he's not living with Kermit. Just in case you guys didn't know, no, he's that'd not be, living. That'd be weird. Um, yeah, he's Ew. just he's just living on tat. Oh, yeah. Moving on from that, uh, yeah, he's just living on Tatooine, just you know, living life. And he's well, he's actually he's not living life. He's just watching over Luke. Yeah, he's just while sure living life at the same time. Because he think because he knows that he could be the new that he could be the new Jedi. And um, he's just watching. Uh, he's, <laughs> what? The next Jedi, okay. and he's just he's just watching over him, and yeah, just really, and then he also helps him go rescue Princess Leia, but then Alderaan explodes and she dies. <laughs> she would happen to be on well, Alderaan. Senator right? Organa dies, and we don't, and for some reason, just brush it off. It's like Leia's adopted father dies. Who cares? I know her real father is alive. And she yeah, has no it's idea. like it's like he raised her. It's just like oh yeah, he died. Moving oh, on. Well, <laughs> yeah. She doesn't even have. She doesn't even have time to mourn. She's like, my father died, and then she's just like, okay. Yeah, she. Yeah, she's like, my mother and father. My mother and father died. And she's like, yeah. And then she just goes, okay, whatever. Moving on. And then like, and also yeah. Also we have. Yeah, because at this time she didn't know that Darth Vader and uh, what's her face Padme Padme were her real. Parents. Yeah, she didn't. She didn't know that, but then like, uh, but also can we talk about the stormtroopers? Like that one who hits his head and just. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, like the are walking in to the control room. That one just walks in and bunks his head. And if you look in the background, he's just like fixing his mask. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder why they kept that in there. Maybe that was intentional. No, no, it was definitely not intentional. I think it was a mistake. <laughs> well, maybe it could have been. We don't know. But can we talk about how bad the stormtroopers are? They cannot hit anything. Yeah, I know. And, and then, no, here's my thing. Obi-Wan earlier in the movie says, these these um, these blaster shots are too precise to be Tusken Raiders. I'm like, only Imperial Stormtroopers can be so precise. I'm like, uh -huh. Imperial Stormtroopers aren't precise. They can't hit anything, dude. Exactly, yeah. Like, they can't, if they if they were to, if someone were right in front of them and they were going to try and shoot them in the head, they would miss. Because yeah. they're that bad. Yeah, because if you didn't know, Stormtroopers are just a bunch of civilians and just random people the Empire recruited. They just put a bunch of posters around, JOIN THE EMPIRE TODAY! And then everyone's just like, okay. And they don't really give them any training or at all, so they're just a bunch of random people walking- Well, no, they do give them training, actually. Yeah, they do train them. 
but they still have very awful aim and they're just yeah. awful. And no. then and then that whole thing about this you can't see in a stormtrooper mask, that was actually not like That was not scripted. That was Mark Hamill that was Mark Hamill saying that because that, that mask that mask he was wearing didn't have proper eye holes. Yeah, just, and they thought that it worked. That and they thought that it worked well with the store with um the stormtrooper helmet. So they just so they decided to keep it in there. Yeah, and that explains why stormtroopers cannot hit anything because they have um a terrible helmet where where they can't see much. Yeah. Exactly. I feel like I don't have. I feel like I should have more to say on this movie, but I don't. And, um, well, do you have? Well, I do know that this is one of my favorite movies of all time. A New Hope. Yeah, this is, this it's is just, one of my favorite movies. Because it this is just such a great job of introducing. Because this was the first one ever to come out, so it does a good job of great job of introducing us into the world of Star Wars and explaining everything to us. Yeah, and yet still acting like it all already exists and everyone's just kind of used to it. Yeah, exactly. So. It's it's been around for like ages. Star Wars. It's been around for a long time. Joe has um, Disney. I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, like Star, like this is just like one of my favorite movies of all time. They should have just, I think they should have just. Uh, I agree with you. They should have just left it at Return of the Jedi. They shouldn't have continued from there. Yeah, but we'll go into that um, on the Return of the Jedi podcast. We get there when we get there, and um, well, honestly, man, I should have more to say about New Hope, but I don't for some reason. Yeah, I just know that we really enjoyed this one. I think it's just amazing. Yeah, I love this. Yeah, it's just ama- it's just awesome. Like, my favorite movie of all time. So better than your face. Do you have any more behind the scenes stuff on this one, or are you done? Hmm. Oh, um, about C three PO, I do. For C three PO, um, George Lucas wasn't very happy with Anthony Daniels' voice on set. Um, just because he was like talking through a muffled mask and like um, he just he just didn't think it sounded very good, and so he brought on a bunch of new guys, a bunch of new voice actors to come in. Really? And yeah, yeah. He he was like testing out all these different voice actors. One of them was Mel Blank. Oh yeah, that's Mel right. Mel Blank was actually brought on to be the voice of C-3PO, but he heard Andy Daniels' performance and he goes, "Yeah, no, it's fine. You should just keep him. He's good." Really? And the, yeah, and all the cast and crew was just so used to hearing his voice that they wanted to to keep him as voice. And then they, I think they just ended up just doing voiceover for Anthony Daniels as C-3PO. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And he also, he's like a pro at acting like a first call droid. Yeah, I know. Because so for Last Jedi, he had to teach people. How yeah, to he, had to, he had to. He's so, yeah, for he's so good. For Last Jedi, he had to teach people how to act like a droid. Yeah. Act like a droid. That's a dumb song. But anyway, wow. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. So anyway, I, they. Do you have anything else to say? Because I'm coming up dry. Um. No. All right. So thank you guys for listening. Hope you enjoyed. Don't forget to watch me at GBH. Don't forget to you guys know the drill. Watch me. Watch us on the YouTube GBH Studios, Haunted Enterprises, Haunted Gaming, and Minecraft Madness. They keep you keep listening to this podcast. And and also, oh. peace out. Panthers.